You're listening to Terrifying Women. Let's go. One, two, three, record. Yep. I think that's All right. it. <laughs> it's doing things? It's doing things. That's that's the important thing. All right. So you guys rewatched it last night. Yeah. We did. Oh. <laughs> we did. Maybe we are should we, t- are we starting? We are we starting yet? We are. Yeah, let's 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 maybe get this rolling. Hi, I'm Kelly. I'm Mark, and this is Terrifying Women Podcast. And today we're talking about Jennifer's Body. Yeah, directed by Karen Kusama, starring Megan Fox and Amanda Seyfried. 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 Seyfried? Seyfried. Okay. I am honestly not positive on that, and I feel a little it's bad. It's just about our it. buddy Mandy, isn't it? Yeah, and, some, and, and from Mean Girls. <laughs> strangely enough, Chris Pratt is in it. Yeah, he does make a, a strange surprise appearance. Mm-hmm. Adam Brody. Uh, Adam Brody. Yep, yeah, that that kid from Scott Pilgrim. Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris is in it. That's yes. <laughs> so many people are in it. It's it, yeah. It's got it's got a big cast, right? Of you know mostly names, right? <laughs> yeah, I rewatched it last night for the podcast, and I you know I. I loved it previously. I've seen it more than once before. Yeah, and yeah, me too. I, I actually own this film. Yeah, this time though, I don't know. This time it kind of, maybe it's just coming off of a, a fairly decent year of, of film. This one kind of, it fell a little bit flat this time. I, maybe I was just more judgmental. Well, I think, okay, so yeah, for for me, and I rewatched it the night before last, mm-hmm. and it um, felt like it held up really well Except for a lot of the dialogue. <laughs> I mean, it's it, which is it's it's a victim of its era in that time. It's it's very, uh, you know, that homophobic in the way that I'm trying to be edgy homophobic. Right. It's, I mean, it's it's Diablo Cody who um, right. started out with Juno. Uh huh. And she has got you know she has a very specific style with um sort of her own made up slang, which is not always um it 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 doesn't it just didn't hold up. <laughs> it didn't. I mean, sometimes it did, and it was funny. Yeah, sometimes it did. Uh yeah, but I mean the the premise of the of the movie is is pretty basic. It's you know right. rock rock band comes to small town with with dreams of satanic. Um, sacrifice in their in their heads as all rock bands have because <laughs> it's literally the only way to be successful now it is um, it is and they, it does a whole dialogue about that right and so <laughs> they have to find a virgin to sacrifice and who better to play the virgin than megan fox well yes <laughs> <laughs> she's so obviously a virgin Clearly, yeah. But I know, but I, I did, I did like their reasoning uh, with or yeah, Adam Brody's reasoning. <laughs> I grew up in a small town. Girls like that are all talk. <laughs> well, that's. I mean, it's possible. That's possible. It is, but but, but uh, not this she one. Was, she was not not this one. No. Nope. <laughs> oh my god! And I do, I do love how forthcoming she is about every little thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, she doesn't hold anything back. No. I mean, except when you know, except to them, apparently. Well, no, no she, uh, she, she's, she's, she does tell them that she's a virgin, she, as she's trying to save her own life. Right, right. Because who would kill a virgin? <laughs> well, right. <laughs> well, no, no. Actually, she doesn't tell them that. She tells them when she's in the van, and she's so after they. It, there's, there's a terrible fire at the bar, and Adam Brody uh, sweeps up Megan Fox into his creepy van, and then and she's clearly still in shock. 
Yes. And as she's sort of realizing what is going on, uh, that's when she tells him that she's a virgin because like, oh no, if you think I'm going to have sex with your band, you are entirely mistaken. Right, 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 right. Oh my God. And then, but Amanda Seyfried had, had done that before. She had like yes, primed had. the pump actually. Yes. Also in an attempt to um, save her friend from creepy men. Right, right. Oh my God. And they were very creepy. Yeah. They were. Yeah, they were. They were wearing their guy liner. Uh huh. And that was the only way that you could refer to that <laughs> was yes. guy liner. No, there, there was, there was a, from about 95 to 2010, that's the only thing you could call it. <laughs> Men in eyeliner, that's guy liner. Oh my God. So part of the metrosexual. Right, right, right. Yeah, lots of gel. So Karen Kusama directed. This is uh, not her first movie. No. No. And in fact, she was she won some accolades at the Cannes Film Festival for Girl Fight. Uh huh. And I think that was Michelle Rodriguez's first movie. Yes. Yeah. That was Michelle Rodriguez. That's a fantastic movie. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even like boxing movies, but I love Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, so. she's great. And. Let's see. But she actually, she comes to filmmaking via being an assistant for someone big, I'm thinking. I can't, I'm trying to remember who it was. And then that's, that's always a problem. I should have these notes. I actually made notes this time, but I left all the Kusama research up to you. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I am terrible. Instead, I'm terrible I watched at a really good video essay on breaking down the writing of <laughs> of Jennifer's body, um, which I will, it's a, what is it? The, pull up its title here. Unraveling the Secret Genius of Jennifer's Body by Making Me- Media Matter, and I will link it in the show notes. Oh, great. Uh, John Sales, mm-hmm. by the way. That's that's who she was kind of hooked up with, and, and I think they, they shared some writing, and, and anyway, that's kind of her, that was her inroads, that, that, I believe. Yeah. Um, the movie after this one, though, Aeon Flux was, was not, no. <laughs> it was a weird, okay. It was a strange, strange film. It was. Yeah, interesting but it was pivot. Based on a, it was based on a strange, strange MTV animated series. And I love that series. It was just yeah. so aesthetically bizarre. And, right. But it was like. And, and in a way that I don't think transferred to live action very right. well. Right. It was very difficult for Charlize Theron to catch a fly between her eyelashes. Right. <laughs> so. um, but yeah, and that, I mean, the, yeah, just the, an, adaptation like, an a- adaptation like that is, it's hard. It's true. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm never a big fan of the animated to live action changeover because some things really only work in animation. Yeah. I believe and, that's and, true. And a lot of a lot of what that is is aesthetics that right. just cannot translate to live action. No. And it's, there's a there's a freedom to, you know, to the drawing right. that you just can't get with trying to build sets and things like that. It's just No. It's no, not and you possible. can't suddenly make an actor's legs 4 inches longer because they need to stretch. And Well, maybe with AI. I mean, <laughs> but will there also be a tiny hand at their knee? <laughs> four of them. Four of them. Just like the eight-legged chairs that you see in those um, beautiful interior design photos. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and the the, the four-fingered pope in the puffy coat. Right. Right. So speaking of adaptations, she has done like a couple of my favorites. 
So she uh-huh. did, uh, she's directed episodes of The Man in the High Castle, mm-hmm. as well as The Outsider, which I thought wow. was brilliant. The Outsider was a great, great, and she was exec producer on that. I mean, as well as her um, story, she was doing, she did the first two episodes of Yellow Jackets, and I believe she's right. the exec producer for that. I think so. Yeah. So she's definitely in the horror genre. She's she's right in there. Yes. And I think that, you know, there are pieces of Jennifer's body, because it's played primarily for laughs, but there are pieces that are absolutely, like, disturbing and scary. Oh, absolutely. Like, she... Like... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so, well, I was going to say, so when when uh, Megan recounts what happened to uh, Amanda Seyfried, uh, needy mm-hmm. and we finally get to see uh what happens the, the, that whole sequence both from her perspective and the overview shot were like they, they were terrifying yeah 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 what i yeah i think it's interesting is is what is it what is it called devil's kettle is that the name devil's of the kettle yeah and yes. the sacrifice happens right next to i guess the kettle part of that which is a waterfall dips down into this whirlpool that seems right. to go that, nowhere. That then just goes nowhere. Scientists drop balls in it and everything. Right. Apparently it just comes out on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like everything, it just, just winds like up in a ditch else. somewhere. Right. Which we're assuming that Jennifer came out that as well. Because she shows up on a I road. I don't. She does show up on a road. I, I, do we assume that? I, I'd never assumed that before. Yeah. Well, but. I've never... I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. So Jennifer has to, Jennifer has to eat boys to, to, to keep her, her, um, cheerleader beauty. Well, yeah. And her energy. And really to survive. And to survive. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Because she does deteriorate fairly rapidly. Yeah. Like roughly once, once a month, it seems. Yeah. (laughs) About one a month. That's right. Well, she did get. Like straight out the gate, she got um, she got the foreign exchange student. Right. Well, you know, how it's like a kickstart a new eating right. trend. Right. <laughs> you got to dive right in. You got to get a taste you for it. You need to go. Right. Yeah. You got to you got to first go with the exotic foods and then get the hometown fave. It's accurate. Accurate. <laughs> when, yeah, she went for the hometown fave. I was yeah. really. I was like like I I couldn't remember exactly where Chris Pratt fell into this. I know he was like a trainee. For the police, he was in the academy. Yeah, he was, but right. I was like, "Oh, please, eat Chris Pratt." I know, me too. Please eat him. But but he, we never hear from him again after the fire. I don't know if he died in the fire. I don't. We know. don't know. A lot of people died in that fire. Oh yeah, there was a lot of people died in that fire. Well, what can you do? I, I, yeah, <laughs> I would have. I would have preferred to see it. <laughs> don't don't go go see bands in rickety old bowling alleys where they just let anyone in. <laughs> Yeah, her boyfriend's like, um, I can't believe y'all are going to the club. She was like, well, not really a yeah, club. Yes, not really a club. <laughs> We've all been there. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> We've all had $2 drinks at Melody Lane. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, the yeah, the, the characters that pop up in this, like Amy Sedaris is her mom as that sort of uh-huh. beaten down swing shift working mom who's like, you know. Oh yeah, she's she was great, completely she, yes. playing against I, type too. Yeah, she wasn't really um, silly. No, but but she did. Uh, I mean, she was a little silly. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Um, but she, uh, yeah, no, and, and she had really good interactions with um, Needy, her daughter. Right. And can we talk about so, the yeah. name Needy? Sure. Yes, let's talk about that <laughs> now because because honestly, 
it's it seems like it's it's there for a pun because it's it's the opposite in fact right yeah no she is the more self-sufficient yep jennifer is definitely and, needy. Uh, yes jennifer is needy for sure and just continues to be so <laughs> mm-hmm. she her her needs grow throughout <laughs> throughout the film unfortunately poor jen and i always and i always kind of felt for her oh yeah i mean because she doesn't i mean she didn't sign up to be a succubus. No, she did not. I mean, she's she's well suited for it. Right. I mean, she she also she clearly embraced a power in her sexuality that uh, many women, myself included, have never been comfortable embracing. Yeah, she's yeah. Oh God, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Oh yes. Which, and why did he have a hook hand? I, I love, love these things that they never explained. Why does he have a hook hand? We don't know. <laughs> That's just a choice, and I don't know if like he was in the in the back getting dressed, and the prop guy walked by. And he's like, "Hey, give me that hook hand, <laughs> and and that fuzzy wig." <laughs> it's like that. It's like when they talk to you about like how to how to write scenes or how to write films or whatever, and it's like mm-hmm. the one of the first things is if you show a gun. Well, yeah, the, the whole Chekhov's gun in thing. In the first act, it's got to be used by the third. I was like, well, uh-huh. when are we going to use that hook? We're not. We're never going to use that hook. We're never going to find out what started the fire. No. And it has nothing to do with anything other than a lot of people died and it was a way to get Jennifer together with the band. Right. And I'm certain there were other virgins in that room that died that night. Which oh, is, absolutely. Which is why they maybe got become so popular. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, or maybe they just used uh, something else that you can do as a band to get your middling palate asses out there. <laughs> Use a tragedy <laughs> to catapult yourself. Right. So you could play the homecoming dance. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Because fuck. <laughs> That's what all bands aspire to. That's what they aspire homecoming to. Homecoming dance in small town. Yeah. So, so needy are... Our heroine, from the very beginning, from the get-go, we know she's she's in trouble. Like she, yes. she's in a psychiatric ward. She's clearly become a a violent criminal. She's labeled a kicker. A kicker. She's a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> she's good at it. You know. Yeah. Embrace yeah, yeah, your talents. Uh huh. Um, but we don't know exactly how how that comes to be until the end of the movie, and it's. <laughs> Just, the interplay, the the final interplay between Needy and Jennifer is so funny. It is. Because it's straight into that gender stuff because, um, like, I think there's, they, I, I don't know if they've played, they've, they alluded to that they have, um, they'd fooled around. They, they definitely alluded to at least, uh, some active crushes uh-huh. well and then <laughs> yes but then in the end yeah she's just like <laughs> there's just some, i i think she called her what did she call her something about like something about home depot oh god i can't remember anyway because that's where she had gotten the the weapon because it was one of those yeah one of those notched uh box cutters well yeah yeah, which is not a really good weapon because those break off pretty easy. You know, but I think that might have been part of the more subtle commentary on 9-11. How so? Well, because cause it was box cutters that the hijackers used oh. to hijack the planes. Oh, when was this made? 
this was made in 2009. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and so and and remember in the beginning when they're at the club, uh, Jennifer goes to get the band drinks and she gets them um, the Twin Towers shots. That's right. That's uh-huh. right. And That's and right. then it's all set against the background of this cashing in on tragedy, which is very reminiscent of the post 9/11 era. Okay. Okay, I buy it. I buy it. All right. So I think that's why she's using a box cutter. That's why she's using a box cutter. All right. I still was expecting her to look over and, and Megan Fox to open her eyes at the end. Yeah. I was still, like, hoping for it. Yes. But you don't really get, like, the the satisfying kill, the, the comeuppance for the band, until the credit sequence. No. No. Yeah. It's, it's for, for something that kind of is a a rape revenge story you you don't actually get the revenge until the credits are rolling or the rape or the rape (laughs) yeah you you that's you actually never get a rape (laughs) right because that's never their intention they really are just right yes just devil worshiping sacrificers right (laughs) it's very specific and the song the song that goes viral is so bad through the trees. Through the trees. <laughs> Dear God. I love it. I love it so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I I there there was the the guys that got killed though were the saddest collection of guys to get killed. I you know, I I feel like they were just every shitty indie band in that era though i'm talking about just, her 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 slew oh, of victims oh, throughout her, the movie her uh, yeah the her succubus victim. yes she chose very intentionally i think yeah the very specific types like uh-huh. goth kid um yeah like the the big like this is probably the the main football guy this is mm-hmm. not the quarterback, but he's definitely I mean, like linebacker or yeah, yeah somebody. Because he, he's a he's a big guy. Yep. Let's see who who she killed. So first the uh, foreign exchange student, uh, foreign exchange student, um, which she had expressed curiosity over <laughs> while they were at the club. Yes, she was. She in a, was in definitely interested in circumcisions. Is what she yes. <laughs> um. And, uh, and, and, and also he was, that one, pure opportunity, I think. Yeah. I don't even think she knew she was going to do it until she saw him. Right. Um, and then, so then the football player whose best friend died in the fire. That was Chris Pratt. The best friend was Chris Pratt. Oh shit. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. That's who. Okay. So Chris Pratt died. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Thank God that's settled. Seriously. I can't, I can't stand a movie where Chris Pratt lives through this sort of universe. <laughs> okay, so so she chooses him, and I just like I'm having trouble picturing Chris Pratt and that guy hanging out. But whatever. Uh huh. He was very. He was a very weepy. Um, yeah. Yet yet yeah. strapping young lad. Huge. Yeah. Anyway, huge. okay. So yeah. uh, after that is. Uh, and then, and then it's it's Goth Kid after that, right? Yeah, it's the Goth Kid. And I think she chooses Goth Kid because Goth Kid likes needy. was interested in needy. Yeah. yeah, she can't have that. And no, no, because uh, she needs all of needy's attention, and she needs all of everyone's attention. Yeah, yeah. She she can't have she can't have um no. people not 
not paying attention to her. We do get several of those 90s classic um, slow-mo hair tossing walking the school hall scenes. Oh, yeah. No, those are... And, yeah, and so that was one of the things I wanted to talk about was Kusama's use of the camera with those. Because that's we get those when she is like in her full power yes. and when she is she wants every all eyes on her right um but when she's depleted and uh you know and her, her she looks she looks tired and her skin's a little pale and her hair's a bit lanky then the camera is definitely not in that sort of male gaze zone anymore it's mm-hmm. it's in here's just some people at a school right and and i i like that use of the of the camera there because it it really helps focus what her intentions are in every scene. That's true. That's true. Um, we should probably talk about Megan Fox. Yeah. Yes, we should. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was, her, her trajectory when she started out was like, she was going to be a big star. Huge. Well, yeah. Yeah. That, and, you know, and she, she started with Michael Bay with uh, Bad Boys 2, where she was, she was 17 at the time, and she was just credited as Bikini Kid Dancing Under Waterfall, if that tells you anything about how they shot her footage. Or about Michael Bay. <laughs> or about Michael Bay. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess I guess at least they called her Bikini Kid and not Bikini Girl. Right. But still. Oh, man. This, this is very definitely child in swimwear dancing under a waterfall did she move on to transformers right after that so yeah uh she no she did she did um i think one thing in between and what did she do but transformers is her next her next big movie all right every time we pause dear listener that's when you drink (laughs) that's the official drinking game (laughs) pause when we pause when we google a drink yeah, when we we're looking up information. Yeah. That's when you drink. Yeah. Drink. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, her next. So that was uh, Bad Boys Two was in two thousand three, and then Transformers wasn't until two thousand seven. Oh wow, that was a gap. And so yeah, so there was a little gap there. She was at least a, an adult by then. Um, although her job in Transformers was also be sexy girl next to Karn. Oh God. And <laughs> I hate those movies. And I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Make make Shia LaBeouf look dateable. Oh. And I mean, I kinda I kinda like that crazy little freak. But he's 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 nuts. He's he's nuts. He's definitely interesting, but he's nuts. And also yeah. pot, potentially oh, he would be, a potential. Absolutely yeah, he would be exhausting. <laughs> I am I'm a thousand percent positive that he would be exhausting to have in your life. Mm-hmm. But but you know. Anyway, um, anyway, so then in 2009, which is when Jennifer's Body also came out, was when Transformers 2 came out, and then uh, she made some comments about Michael Bay's predatory behavior ah. on some late night shows, and so they had a falling out, and he never worked with her again. And, it, and seemingly Hollywood didn't want to either. Right. Well, and part of that... Uh, I think part of that was because by this point, thanks to Michael Bay, she had been typecast as dumb hot girl, right. make someone else, you know, stand next to vehicle or. Right. And Jennifer's just, body just be- didn't, um, wasn't hugely successful at the time. It's- no. Part of it was because they marketed it as a Megan Fox yeah. sex romp horror film. They called it Twilight for Boys. Right. 
and it, that was not the movie that boys got. <laughs> P.S. There's only one sex scene in Jennifer's body, and Megan Fox is not in it. Not at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's be and, clear. Uh, it does feature. Actually... It does feature one of the best lines in the movie, which is, "Am I too big?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. And it it is and it is the it is absolutely as chaste as you can have a sex scene. Yes. It's very cute, I guess. Yeah. I mean and it is it really is uh very two teenagers trying to figure out themselves and each other. Right. That's what it is. Definitely not, definitely not sexy. <laughs> no, not sexy at all. <laughs> so, okay. So then she does stage a little bit of a comeback fairly recently. So, yes. So, I mean, and she did, she, it's not like she was idle in between now and then. She did a lot of things where she had kind of some fairly small part. Um, and in like 2012, she did The Dictator, which is that, uh, yes. what's his name? What is his name? Are you talking about the one with like um, Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen, yeah. Where, with where yeah. they go to North Korea, right? Right. Yeah, and she basically just plays a a a, cam- a cameo as a parody of herself. Right. So, yeah, that's not really much of a part. Then she did the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle reboots mm-hmm. and fourteen and sixteen, and then in twenty twenty one she did Till Death, which was fantastic. So good. So good. So good. And it is mostly her. She, like, there are, she is 90% of that film. Yeah. It's, it's her. It is fantastic. And I I can't imagine why I we weren't seeing her in lots of things after it. No, and I, I, I have to blame the, I don't know. Is she too pretty? Sh- <sighs> is that is that a real thing? Is it? Yes and no. Is she, I mean, does that, is that scaring? Like, it, the male, the male directors or the... Even the female directors? No, <laughs> I don't know. No, I think it's it's part of part of that um, part of that whole narrative. Of yeah. The the you know you can't you can't be talented and pretty. Right. If you're pretty, you're a slut. Right. And if you're pretty, if especially if you're pretty in this very particular way. Right. Um, and if you're slutty, you're less deserving. Mm-mm-mm. You know. Yet no evidence. But, of, but we all, but no we evidence of the latter. Right. <laughs> as far as I can tell, you know. Okay, so she should she should stage another comeback. She should. And well, and so she did. That was uh oh uh, shoot, who was the director with that? That's all right. So the director of Till Death, uh, she did another project with him called Subservience, which is currently in post production, no release date yet. Oh. Okay. But she is she is also the star of that one. So fingers crossed on that one looking good. That would be great. Now, so Karen Kusama. Uh-huh. Right now we're she's she's doing yellow jackets and that's great and we love yellow jackets. Yes, um, we want more yellow jackets. We do. We have we have not talked about what is potentially her best movie or best horror movie, which is And that's The Invitation. Yes. We, we definitely need to have a whole episode about it at a later date. I agree. But I do want to touch on it now because <laughs> it is so yeah, good. It is, it is masterfully done. Yes. Masterfully done and features such delicate, 
sort of pacing that when you when you've reached the end of the movie and that sort of that second climax hits mm-hmm. that the real big turn yeah it is wow it it throws you it does yeah it's it's it's, it's devastating yeah devastating it's great if you haven't seen it go see it we'll be talking about it at some point uh-huh. i it, i think it might still be on netflix cuz they they funded yeah, I that think so. one i think so all right um yeah no it was uh overall Really good. Oh, and we 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 need to talk about Diablo Cody, who also uh, had a career dip post. Yes. Really. Post. Yes. Really. Post Juno. This was her first. I, I mean, this was you know, right after Juno, but like immediately after Juno, after winning um, an Oscar for Juno, she started getting a lot of shit, mostly from men on the internet who didn't get her very specific style of writing. But there was, there was like, a, there's again, a lot of chatter about, well, she's a stripper. Um, right. Which brings, yeah, it's totally right in line there with um, the Megan Fox stuff. Yes. Which is probably why they were really, you know, wanted her for the part. I think, I think so. And I did, I found this really great quote from Megan Fox here. I think in general, I'm a much more vulnerable person than people realize. I'm very permeable, and I was at a place in my life when, in my career, and dealing with fame, where I felt that was I was really struggling with that. So I was sort of raw and very open, but also trying to constantly cover it by kind of adopting a Jennifer Check-esque performance in my own life, uh, which which was an affect. And yeah, I, I think that I think that her and Cody were sort of kindred spirits in that sense. Yeah. That feels right. Made them made them a good fit for this film. Yeah. The other, well, what was another? But she also She's... did. She did Tully, which was Tully and Young Adult. And Young both Adult. Charlie's there on. Uh huh. And both. Wow. I, I, Tully is a rip your heart out. Yeah. Um, it's great. It's great. So is Young Adult. I love. I love. I haven't Young Adult. seen Young Adult. Uh, it was. I was gonna watch it, and then I decided to watch Destroyer last night instead. Um, Ooh. Which is a, the the other Karen Kusama film, which is so good. Yes, Nicole Kidman is amazing. Uh huh. Yeah, excellent. All right. Um. Anyway, yeah, and then I mean Amanda Seyfried, she's just been on a she's just an achiever. <laughs> <laughs> she has a lot of credit. She does. Well, and, I mean mostly TV, but a lot of prestige TV like Big Love. Yep. And Veronica Mars. Yep. Um, yeah, she started out in soaps. She's been working a long time. And not to mention, well, she's, of course, the Mamma Mia. Uh-huh. Sort of the linchpin character. Yes. But, I mean, she's been in, like, some highbrow shit. Uh-huh. First Reformed, Mank. Yeah, she's... She yeah, did, no. she did she's that limited series with Apple uh, last year with um, Tom Holland. The, hmm. the Minds of Billy Madison. Billy. Oh, okay. It's not Madison. Billy Madison was a... a uh, Adam Sandler film. Um. <laughs> the Minds of Happy Gilmore. <laughs> oh my god. But it was <laughs> whatever it was, was called, it, good? it was really good. It, it was okay. it was really good. <laughs> Sounds good. Now it's it's yet to be determined whether we'll be talking about uh Karen Kusama's latest movie, which is Lisa Frankenstein. I mean, I assume we will be. I, I feel like it's possible. I, I feel like it's. I, I feel really good about it. I feel. <laughs> I feel hopeful about it. <laughs> um, it's 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 an election year. If if it doesn't, if it's if it's not great, that would be a travesty. Yes. <laughs> we need some distraction this year. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> it is going to be a wild, wild election year. I'm sure. Yeah. No, no doubt, no doubt. 
Okay. All right. Anything else that we want to talk about about Jennifer's? I don't know. Have we looked? Have we looked through all of the, um, through the open bowels of Jennifer's body enough? Have we? (laughs) I do love the cup. How after she got their abdomen and and chest cavity all open, how she drank wasn't by putting her face into the yes, but just right in it, there, <laughs> just just like cupping it in her hands, the blood. <laughs> I mean, uh, and, and, and overall, like this, it was light on special effects, but they, what they did with them were they, they were subtle but really good, like the little thing with her eyes, um, and then they yeah. shot a lot of like the the more graphic kill things in shadow. Um, it was smart. It was very smart. It was, uh, you know, way to way to make your budget pay off. Yeah, they used that one, that one thing where they were like the black fluid that she vomits up. Oh looks yeah, like, looks like looks like um liquid magnet. Yeah, that's interesting. It was, but I've, it's the only time you see it. No, nope, that's it. It's just that once, and I um, that's. I wonder how expensive hmm. that is to create. <laughs> I don't know. It's all over the um. It's all over that opening sequence from the remake of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. That title sequence. Oh, is it? It's just nonstop, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen the title sequence to that remake, you should watch it on okay. YouTube. All right. It's one of the best. It's insane. I didn't realize and that they remade Karen, it. Yeah, they remade it with um, Rooney Mara as um, Oh, that's as a remake? The with the Dragon okay, Tattoo. so I didn't realize that there was another one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's a whole series. Right. The, a Swedish series yeah. that with... Um, but I, I thought, oh I, yeah. God. So, so they, so the, so they're, they're they're based on a series of novels, and so the there's also a, a series of Swedish novels, and so the Swedes also adapted it to television or movies before we did. Is that what I'm hearing? Am I that getting that correct. correctly? Okay. That is correct. Uh, starring a really good actress who's since moved to um, English speaking roles. Um, drink. <laughs> Here, let me find it. I had to look up Mansum Hatter Kvenor. I mean, that's, that's, the, a... that's the Swedish name, which I've completely just... Numi Rapaz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's in uh, the that Alien Covenant. Mm-hmm. Is it Covenant? Yeah, I think it is. Anyway. She's great. I don't know that it... I, I don't even know that it needed to be remaged. It's it's definitely the better movie is yeah. the Swedish version. That, that, that does not surprise me. It was... Yeah. It was... But the David Fincher version has this amazing title sequence with Karen uh, O doing Immigrant Song from Led Zeppelin. Yeah. It's fantastic. I mean, Fincher does beautiful credits. I don't know if that's... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I don't even not... know if he does that. <laughs> don't you usually hire a company I mean, to do your title sequences? yes, but he has a, a very specific look for his title sequences, and you can always pick out Fincher's title sequences. Yeah. He spends money on them. Yeah. No, they're that's good. for sure. Good. Oh, boy. All right. Okay, so yeah, no. Uh, That's the first pod of the new year. That is the first pod of the new year. Woohoo! And, oh, and let's see. So I, I set us up a Discord. Um, okay. So far, it's just Fantastic. me and one person chatting. But <laughs> oh. So. Oh, yeah, I haven't even I haven't even accepted the invite yet. I know. You're <laughs> bad host, bad host. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me and one person we're chatting is not pulling, you. <laughs> we're slowly getting our shit together, people. I we're, promise. We, we're, we're getting there. Come find us on Discord. It's Terrifying Women. There you go. And I just made That's it a it. public server yesterday, so. 
I, you know what I did today? I made a link tree. Ooh. That has that has all that stuff in it. Nice. Okay. So we'll yeah. we'll add we'll add a link to the Discord into the link tree. So I did. I already did. Oh. Okay. Okay. Good. Without without accepting the invite, I already <laughs> did. <laughs> that that link might expire soon. I think those links are. Oh, okay. I think the one I sent you is only okay. good for seven days. Um, uh oh. But but like I I I chose Discord because. <laughs> I just can't with Facebook. I just, I just can't. Serious. And, um, uh, you know, Instagram's not that interactive. It's, it's fine. We have an Insta. It's a terrifying women pod on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and we we are getting better about updating it more regularly. I promise. <laughs> We're trying. Yeah. But but if we get if we get people in the Discord, I I can see a future where we're doing maybe some live discussions or watch parties. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. In the meantime, we we're so busy watching horror movies. So many horror movies. <laughs> so many horror movies. I mean, I I usually avoid horror movies in January and February because you're just all, because that's when they. <laughs> it's Oscar time. It's Oscar time, so I gotta watch the prestige movies. Plus, this is kind of the dumping ground. It is. I mean, for the yeah. new stuff, yeah. This is because it's Oscar time. <laughs> yeah, it's Oscar time. That's right. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you so much. We yeah, we'll see you again soon. Or not? No, you won't you see, won't us, see and us. We won't see you. Yeah. No, no, we're we're not stalkers. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be in your backyard soon. <laughs> Bye. Close those curtains, Judy. <laughs> That's it. Cut. Okay. Terrifying Women is an independent podcast. Please support us by liking, following, and maybe leaving a comment. Love to hear from you. <laughs>